Hey everybody, welcome to Unscripted Unlimited. I'm your host, Daniel Hummer. I'm here with uh, my brother, Doug. Yo. My buddy, Bobby's here. What's going on? And uh, Sharon's in the background. She'll chime in when she feels like it. She's playing Madden. Uh, we're here to do our DC character tier list, part two. Part dos. Uh, we got a lot of names in last time. Uh, there's still a lot more to go. It's a pretty big universe, so uh, we're going to dive into it soon here. Uh, before we do all that, let's go to Doug with the plugs. All right, make sure you listen to Boxman and Smart, the wrestling outlet, every Wednesday night around 10, 15, 10, 20 Eastern time, Mixer.com slash wrestling outlet. They can be found on all major podcast platforms and then catch them tonight, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on Mixer.com slash Hollywood Hangout or uh, their movie show. Catch us, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, every Friday night for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. Last night, of course, we reviewed AWA Superclass 2. Friday night, we're doing a uh, top 10 moments and matches of uh, Rick Martell. I'm going to put that poll up sometime today. Uh, At least try to get it up today. If not today, then tomorrow morning. Uh, But it will be up this weekend uh, for everybody to vote on it. Um, and then of course, and then we'll update everybody on what the other May topics will be, uh, next week. Um, and then listen to us, uh, Saturdays, usually around 7 p.m. Eastern time, unless we have a guest coming on that, uh, uh, wants to go on earlier, uh, for Unscripted Unlimited. Of course, we're finishing up the DC tier list next week. I do have an idea for the show, unless it's Eric's turn to pick. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but, uh, oh, actually, no. Uh, next week, I don't believe we're doing a Saturday show. But usually Saturday nights. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah. But Saturday nights, at 7 p.m. Eastern time, uh, blogtalkradio.com slash everything unscripted for unscripted unlimited. And, uh, but no show next Saturday. All right. Sunday, or so tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, Stabcast, Daniel and Mindy. Uh, Freddy versus Jason, and we're going to be talking about our ideas for horror movie crossovers. So uh, that'll be exciting. That'll be interesting, and I <laughs> uh, can't wait to see what Mindy comes up with. Yeah, who knows? Um, so that'll be good. All right, and then of course, catch us. Uh, you can check out our eBay uh, store, DDE Collectibles. Auctions are ending today, uh, so we've got some Hasbro's up. Captain Planet figures up there, no, characters from Captain Planet, uh, and other stuff that's ending today. And then today I'm going to be putting up some loose figures, probably some carded, uh, maybe some comic books. Uh, I'm going to finish take, uh, taking pictures of everything after we get done with the podcast here, and I'll get them up this afternoon. Uh, but that's DDE Collectibles on on eBay. Uh, and then, of course, check out our buddy Sean, uh, Elite Diplodoc on YouTube, Sneaky Fetty on Twitch. Yep. And then that's pretty much. Hell yeah. All right, let's get into it, fellas. We we got we got a lot in last time. I'll uh, briefly read off my list, and then, Bobby, if you want to get into your list a little bit. I know we're not too far off. Uh, there's a couple differences, though. So far, I got an Elite. Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, uh, Dick Grayson, Robin, Nightwing, whatever, Dark Side, The Anti-Monitor, Barry Allen's Flash, Joker, 
John Stewart's Green Lantern, Wally West, Slash, and Deathstroke. In great, I got Harley Quinn, Hal Jordan. What about Anti Monitor? Did you say? Yeah, him? I said him. Okay. Uh, I got Hal Jordan, Amanda Waller, Aquaman, Shazam, Blue Beetle, and Two Face. Very good. I got Captain Cold, Beast Boy, Star Girl, Batman Who Laughs, Batgirl, uh, Our Man, Peacemaker, and Doctor Psycho. Mediocre. I got Harvey Bullock, Firestorm, and the Atom. Meh. I got Polka Dot Man and Cheeks. I have Maxwell Lord. Okay. What do you got, Bob? I've got Dick Grayson and Great. And I've got Beast Boy down in in very good. Other than that, it's about the same. Yeah. All right, let's get into I mean, uh, Aquaman and Shazam, we're kind of, we just threw them in a quick round. You got anything to say about Aquaman, Doug? I love the Aquaman movie. Uh, And Like it's so like when they did the Aquaman movie, I thought it was very well done. I can't wait for the second one to come out. Uh, I do think it's bullshit what's going on with the character of uh, Mira, but that's another story for another time. But fuck you, Johnny Depp, you're a pedophile. Wait, uh, what? Doug, your hot takes are ridiculous. <laughs> I hate Johnny Depp. I couldn't warm up to him if we were cremated together. Uh, but, uh, like, but no, like, the character of Aquaman and, like, you, see, you know, what they did with him in, uh, in uh, Throne of Atlantis and, you know, the, the evolution, I think, of the character. Because he went from being the joke of the Justice League. Are we okay? Yeah. I'm still dying, but yeah. go ahead. Uh, he, like, kids in his bed. <laughs> Seven minutes. In. <laughs> like turns in his bed as that. Yeah. Uh, Amber third. <laughs> All right, keep going. Anyway, Aquaman's dope. Yeah. No, Aqu- Aquaman. Aquaman's great. I mean, he belongs in. Uh, no, he does. Yeah. Uh, I feel like because Super Friends and a lot of the old stuff, you just saw him riding around in a seahorse and looking corny. So a lot of people thought Aquaman was a joke. But I think people are kind of realizing now that he is a badass. Yeah. He's the king of Atlantis. He's, he's, he's the man, you know? Yeah, What's I have him in great. You have him in great? I have him in great. Well, I think the only thing holding him back from elite status is his old reputation of being that corny-ass dude on a seahorse. Yeah. That that was hard. I mean, they finally have kind of gotten past it, but I agree. Uh, that's what gotta, I mean. That's what puts him up in, That's the only thing holding him back from elite for me is that his his origin and the start of the character was not so great. That's understandable. Uh, where do you have Shazam? I have Shazam and very great as well. Okay. Yeah, he's a good character. I like Shazam. <clears throat> I think like his origin and. Like he's because he's got the power of the of the six the six gods. I mean that's badass as fuck. Right. I mean the only thing that really drives me apart from Shazam is he's to me he's kind of like Superman's twin brother that's got magical powers. Yeah, I can see that. He, he he's very comparable to Superman. I think I think they tried to sue back and that's how DC got the character. <laughs> it was because he was so close to real. But uh, yeah, Shazam's badass. It's just badass. like Superman who can zap bolts. 
Right. Yeah, he's extremely powerful. He's a good character. I got him great as well. All right, uh, let's move on. Okay. Let's get into some new names. We're going to start off with Oliver Queen, and I'm going to start with you, Bobo, the Green Arrow. One of my personal favorites in the DC Universe. I put him in Elite because he's one of my personal favorites. So he's going in Elite on your list. On my list, but to everybody else, he's probably going to go in graded very good. Well, <laughs> here we go. He's one of I, the. Uh, well, first of all, I, I have the same opinion of this asshole as I do of Hawkeye and the Avengers. He's not a he's not a superhero. He's a he's a Robin Hood on steroids. <laughs> all right. The only thing he's missing are the tights. Uh, he kind of wears tights. It's more of a costume, but he just—he's, in my opinion, weak link of the Justice League. Really? Yeah. Uh, and the whole thing, and because I remember watching, like, I, I kind of—we kind of fell out of like the Arrow show after the first couple of seasons. Yeah. But like, I remember like when he was on the island, and uh, like you know, Shadow, and, like I said last week, you know, with Destro, that you know. I rooted for the heel in that matchup because, you know, Oliver pretty much fucked over Deathstroke and Shadow. He caused Shadow to be murdered because he wanted to save, you know, the woman that, you know, he was cheating on her sister with. Like, it's just like, no, let that bitch die because she's done enough fucking damage. Uh, save the people that train that you know have trained you and helped you adapt to the island. You stupid fuck. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I know you guys will like personally. If I were doing this list, his ass would be in meh. Really? Yeah, because I think he sucks. <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, I think he sucks. Yeah, he's again. Not a not a superhero. He's a Robin Hood on steroids. Okay, uh, that's a take. I mean, a lot of people actually agree with you. There are people that I mean, he has done a lot of like bad things. For a superhero, he's probably the biggest dick. Like in the comics too, he he's done a lot of negative shit. And like like when uh, Speedy was getting into drugs, the way he was treating him and stuff. And uh, Arrow has been kind of an asshole, but to me, he he is a badass and. I don't think he's a weak link. I, I, I would disagree on that because, and I think he's far superior to Hawkeye. I mean, and I like Hawkeye, but Green Arrow it, with his trick arrows and the explosives and shit, he's done kryptonite arrows. Oliver's pooping on Hawkeye. Oliver's pooping on Hawkeye any day of the week. I agree. I, I think Oliver, he, you can't. I don't. I can't put him in ant because there's no character in the ant category that can one on one beat Ra's al Ghul in a battle. That's true. He's done a lot of crazy stuff, and Prometheus is a crazy villain. Like he's gone up against some pretty bad. Damian Dark, like that fucked up. Yeah. Uh but you know, everyone's got a different list. I don't want everyone to have the same opinion. You know, so I mean, that's a take, Doug. And if he's mad for you, he's mad for you. Uh. And like when sometimes when Batman can't get shit done, dude, he he gets Oliver to do it. I'm gonna put him in great here, though, but uh, 
Yeah. I mean, you can you can leave them in there on the. Journey. Well, I'm putting them in both so that way we have like the, the reference here. Okay. The cool. record. I mean, I can understand why people do like them. Again, I personally don't, and it's uh, you know just like uh, Superman. You know the whole thing with Superman. Cause, like <laughs> I'd love, I would lo- probably love Superman if there's no Lois. Uh. If there were no Black Canary, you might I'd like probably it. like Arrow, Green Arrow. So it's the women in their lives that do it. For yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but the actor that plays Arrow, uh, Stephen Amell, Amell, he is a fine looking guy. So Darren don't care about the character. He's just looking at like, the he's a handsome man. Uh, <laughs> With money, oh yeah. Stephen Amell does a good job as Arrow too, and and you've said that he numerous times. Yeah, he's taking a bull from your chin for Christ's sake. I mean, I like, I enjoyed the show. I I kind of agree with Dougie a little bit. The Deathstroke story on the island was a little little funky. But overall, the Deathstroke story kind of wrapped up with Deathstroke killing Oliver's mother right in front of Oliver and the sister. And then Oliver beating him again and trapping him in the island. Yeah. And then actually Oliver actually having to come back and actually use that stroke as an ally, not an enemy. Like they did that really well. And overall, like the show was pretty. It was good. The Arrowverse was was good until they branched off and Supergirl and Flash and fucking all those other garbage ass shows. <laughs> and the way they wrapped it up and fucking killed Oliver. Instead of the Flash, and the yeah. Crisis of Infinite Earths, the biggest fuck up in more pro- in DC history, in my opinion, one of them. Yeah, I mean, I understand it. It went eight seasons. It was probably time to be done. But uh, when you call it Crisis on Infinite Earths, an event where Supergirl and Flash both died, and you have both Supergirl and the Flash, and then you kill Green Arrow, who didn't die, <laughs> it doesn't make much sense. No. But that I guess it's very is stupid. But the I don't know, they did a good job up until that point. Yeah. I enjoyed how they brought in the Adam through Oliver's world in Central City. Or I yeah. mean in Star City with the Oliver's business queen. Yes. Yeah, him and Ray Palmer are cool. Uh one of the I do think we do need a movie take without Stephen Amell. I think he did a good job for eight seasons. I thought he was awesome. But I, I do want to see like a movie version of Green Arrow and a little bit of a different take and maybe a little more comic accurate, a little less dark. Because that, that so I mean, two people, I would be okay with playing a movie version of him. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Terry sure. from Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. and Alexander Skysgard from the Tarzan movies and the Northmen. Yeah. Both those would be perfect for him. But, yeah, he, he's going in great for me. But uh, I I can see why he would be in math for you, Doug. Uh, let's get somebody that you guys don't know, but I'm going to describe him real quick. He showed up one time in a comic. This is a villain. His name is Snowflame. Snowflame? Yes. You might know. Have you ever heard of him, Babo? No. This man gets powers by ingesting cocaine. Are you serious? Yes, I swear to God. He showed up in the New Guardians one time. He was a villain. They actually blow up his cocaine lab, and then he explodes and he dies, and you never see him again. 
I think he actually shows up in a Catwoman comic like recently, but uh, yeah, Snowflame. He gets like mystical powers from uh, ingesting cocaine. That's hilarious, and he's a villain. Yeah, he's a villain. <laughs> he's going in cheeks. I just wanted someone to throw in cheeks. Yeah, I definitely do him in cheeks. <laughs> Snowflame. Yeah, and he's like in Colombia. That's where they gotta go. That's <laughs> super fucked up. Like that's a stupid power and it's a stupid name. <laughs> so he, he's in Colombia doing cocaine with Sofia Vergara. I don't. I guess so. But he. You really don't like that woman. <laughs> All right, uh, we got Snowflame and Cheeks. Let, let's go to kind of an underrated villain. Uh, you, you like this guy, Bobby. We'll start with you, Mongol. Oh, yeah. Superman villain, Green Lantern villain, uh, War World. Kind of really yeah. Mongol's, Mongol's a I bad dude. Like in my opinion, yeah. I put him in very great. Just because, besides am I like besides the Justice League cartoon, there's not really a whole lot of Mongol stuff. Yeah, Comics I and think Justice he's. League, yeah. I'm. I think he's like one of the baddest villains in the DC universe under the Anti Monitor and under Darkseid. Like he should. He's like number three. Yeah. No, he he. He's a destroyer. He's nuts. War World's crazy, and him and Superman are yeah, he's, he's one of my favorite Superman villains, for sure. He's up there. He's not one of my favorite Superman villains, but he's up there. I like him more as a Justice League villain than I do a solo Superman villain. Yeah, I can see that. It's cool when they all come together against him. Yeah, because like in the Justice League cartoon, like when Jon Stewart and Wonder Woman and I think Superman are trapped in his War World. Yeah. It was a really cool episode. And then I had to fight him at the end. Like, that was pretty badass. I think I remember that. You remember that? I kind of, yeah. You remember uh, much of Mongol or? A, a little bit. I might have the characters wrong, but I remember that episode where they were trapped inside his world. Yeah. I remember him a little bit. So I'm just going to go with what you guys say. I, I'm going great. Or, no, I might go very good. I don't. I don't know. That's a hard one. I put him in great because he has a high power level, so we just need more, like, pop culture interpretations of him. Like, they need to put him in a movie. Yeah. He's one of those that needs to be put in a movie. I agree. He is. Uh, yeah. Put him in great. For sure. All right. Next up, we'll, we'll get another guy for, uh, well, I don't know if he would be Cheeks, Calendar Man. Oh. Bobo knows Calendar Man. He's in the Injustice movie too, but uh, you, you still gotta watch that. Yeah, but uh, he he's a he's a Batman villain, an old school villain. He used to have a calendar gun, and he was like corny Golden Age villain. But now, like uh, re the reinvention of him, he's more like a Hannibal Lecter. Uh, he like sits in the cell, and and he's like a serial killer that kills on the dates, pretty much. Uh, or holidays. Yeah, yeah. I put him in N. Yeah, he he's a mad character. They've I mean, done some like dark good stuff with him, but yeah. He was really corny at first, but the Hannibal Lecter his style change is somewhat redeemable. That's what's keeping him out of cheeks. <laughs> yeah. 
Some saves and fatigues. <laughs> All right. Let's go Black Lightning. He's the one he shoots lightning bolts out of the hand, right? Yep. I remember... I uh, put him in. Very good. Jefferson Pierce. Yeah, I remember him. I remember him a little bit. I would. I would say very good. I think he's one, he's of, the one of the most powerful superheroes in the DC universe. Yeah, he's a badass dude. I mean, the CW shows not that great. I mean, it, I, I liked a little bit of it when I was watching it. I thought it was pretty good, but uh, yeah, Black Lightning's cool, and he was in the Outsiders with like Batman back in the day and stuff. So. He's a pretty cool character. I'm pretty sure he's on the comic book list characters and one of the possible heroes that could defeat Superman. Black Lightning? Yeah, because he has magic powers. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I don't know if I can see that. I mean, Black Lightning's pretty badass, though. He He's a monster. He's got some good villains, too. I like that Tobias guy. Let's go to Batman's uh, newest Robin, Damian Wayne. Your boy, Doug. <laughs> His punk kid. Yeah. Uh, so the thing about Damian Wayne, and like if you watch the Son of Batman movie, uh, because and here's the thing, he was raised by his grandfather and his mother. Ra's Agul and Talia. Yes. You know, the League of Assassins, right? Yes. So he was trained to kill. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he came in, like, all he wanted to do was just get revenge on people and, you know, and kill people, which is not what Batman is about. No. And then, like, in the, the Injustice video game, when I think they're at, like, Arkham Asylum or something, and Damien's with him, and then Damien decides to kill somebody or whatever, even though Batman thinks that, you know, they're fighting together and Damien just kind of goes rogue. I mean, it's just like he's Damien, you know, unfortunately he was trained that way. Like, that's what his mindset is. Yeah. But I mean, Batman should have taken his ass to the woodshed. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a punk kid that it's uh, that he does things his way even though it's not the right way. Yeah, he can come across as a bit of a brat, but uh, he is also, like, pretty fucking dangerous. And it, it's kind of, like, he, crazy how, like, he, he could probably kill half the people on well, this list. And that's the thing, is that, like, he is very dangerous. He is very skilled. I'm not taking anything away from his skill. I just, you say brat, I say shithead. Yeah, but you put a sword in that little shithead's hands. Uh, oh, yeah, no, he probably fucking, uh, he'd cut my balls off and put them on a, a sausage kebab. I mean, he killed Dick Grayson in the fucking Injustice movie. Yeah, exactly. Hey, he killed Dickie. Yeah. Uh, and he beat Dickie in one, in one of the Batman movies, too. I mean, he's he's a he's a badass little kid. He can fight. Dick Grayson's my favorite Robin, but in my opinion, Damien's the most badass Robin. Yeah. In, in a way, for sure. He's the most dangerous Robin. Yes. I, I would agree with that. He is the most... Uh, where would we put him as a character, though? I, I think I, I put him. Only... What's up? I put him in great. Great. Did you say great or my personal opinion? Great. That's my favorite relationship Batman has with any of the three Robins. Really? 
Yeah, dude, it's not like, I mean, Dick Grayson was, that's Batman's boy wonder, you know what I mean? That's his, that's the one that came out right of all his parentheses. Dick's the one that came out the way Bruce wanted. He's the golden boy. Damien is his flesh and blood, and that's the one he struggles with the most. That's the most complicated relationship, and I feel like that's why I like it the most, because it has a lot more power behind the story. Yeah, I mean, him and Jason kind of have a hard time since, you know, Jason died. (laughs) Came back and was pissed off about it. Yeah, that's not because of his relationship with him. That was because the Joker came along and fucking hit him with a crowbar. (laughs) Yeah, but I like his relationship with Jason, too. Like, you failed me and stuff. Uh, I think he's going very good on my list. I think Damien... uh, There's still a lot more to do with the character. His current series that they got going right now is actually really good. And, uh, like, him being sad about Alfred dying, so him, like, going to dig up Alfred and try to bring him back. Like, like Damien's a pretty interesting, cool character. And uh, yeah. especially in the Injustice games and stuff. And there, there's been some different takes. When Dick Grayson was actually Batman and uh, Damien was his Robin, that's actually one of my favorite runs because that, that's hilarious. Because it's, like, the first time you have a positive Batman and, like, a no-nonsense Robin, <laughs> which is usually the other way around. But uh, yeah, Damian Wade's the man. He's going very good for me. All right. Yeah, he's going great for me. Okay. Let's go reverse Flash. The the bane of Barry Allen's existence. Eobard Thawne. Eobard. Yeah, that's his name. It was me. He's a leader. He's one hundred percent the lead villain. I think I'd have to agree. What's that? Another fucking villain besides the anti-monitor. Do you know that can literally crash the entire multiverse in the timeline? Yeah, he's done it a couple times. All this dude has to do is run too. <laughs> I mean, he killed Barry's mob and framed his dad for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's a scumbag. He's, he's pretty old villain. He's one of the most powerful villains, dude, because, like, the Flash is one of the most powerful heroes in the whole universe. And then you take those powers, the exact same powers, and you use them for bad, dude, like, that's not a good thing. Yeah. So what's the guy's name? Reverse Flash. Okay. You don't have to write Eobard Thawne. Eobard <laughs> <Yeah. Flash. laughs> Did you say Thawne or Thong? Thawne. Oh, Thawne? Yeah, not thong. Every fawn, but fawn. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, next up. was there. <laughs> Let's move on. Please, for the love of God. Right. Martian Manhunter. I really oh. like him. Founding member of the Justice League. Uh, for me, I don't know if I would say elite, but I would definitely say great. Yeah. Oh, I'm putting him in the elite. What the... Absolutely. Probably the one guy that's more powerful than Superman. He's got yeah. all the powers of Superman, plus he can shapeshift. Uh, he's got telekinesis. He can pretty much do everything. Yeah, I mean, he should have been... I mean, yeah, he was in the... Uh... In the Justice in the Snyder Cut, I think he should have had a more prominent role. Yeah. Uh, 
He was he I was mean, he, future, but. he's the one that uh convinced Lois to finally leave her apartment. Yeah. I mean he should have convinced her to just join a brothel where she belongs. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> poor poor Lois. He's a fucking bitch. <laughs> She cheat on you? <laughs> uh, Martian Manhunter is going an elite for me. Okay. I mean, he's a super mm-hmm. interesting, cool character. He got exiled from his planet. The relationship between him and his brother Malefic and the whole White Martian thing, like he's such an interesting, good uh, character. He just don't have a lighter around him because his weakness is fire. Martian, I, mean, I might actually have something in common with him because if I keep saying all this shit about Superman and Lois, I'm going to get exiled from my planet. <laughs> I like going back to the episode I brought up earlier about the the Justice League cartoon about the Mongol War on Worlds. Martian's the one that saved them and got them out of there. Yeah. And let's be honest, close, Martian Manhunter made that people. cartoon. Yeah. Well, because he showed up like in, a, in the very first episode, right? Yeah. And he kind of bonded them together. The whole origin of it in there, they were fighting the White Martians, right? I'm pretty sure that was the first episode. I think so, yeah. So he was like a very big part. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm a little fuzzy on it. I I remember renting the the videotape of like the very first episode because it was like a two or three part series. I remember renting the the VHS from Blockbuster, (laughs) you know, 20 years ago. Back when Blockbuster was a thing. Yeah. I miss Blockbuster. But no, we got to have all these streaming services now because <laughs> we have to keep up with the times. <laughs> fucking millennials. <laughs> You're a fucking Doug, millennial. Doug, you need to take like a mobile or something. Calm down, dude. <laughs> Doug's never cab. What the fuck are you asking? It's in my contract. I have to snort cocaine, cocaine before every episode you're like, so I can stay hyper. You're, you're the new snow flame. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dougie's superpower, Snowflake. Uh, yeah, but Martian Manhunter is the man. John Jones is the, or John Jones, whatever you want to call him. He's one of the greatest. He's he's elite for me. John Jones. Yes. Yes, yes. All right, next up, let's go Starro the Conqueror. Who? The villain of the Suicide Squad movie, also known as a giant starfish. Oh, that. I mean, he's the first villain the Justice League ever fought in the comics. Uh, he's kind of a big deal. Starro's... I mean... Put him a mediocre. Yeah, I think he'd go a mediocre for me, too. He's very powerful, he but I can't get over the fact that he's a 500-foot starfish, dude. <laughs> yeah, he made him look kind of comedic and... Like, he's mad cool, and, like, he's a scary villain, and he's powerful as fuck, dude, but he's a starfish, man. (laughs) Like, come on. With an eyeball in the back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a starfish. Like, that's a giant (laughs) angry Patrick star, bro. I do like the part at the end where they did give him a little character development when he was like, I was happy just chilling by myself. (laughs) Like, he's like, I didn't even want to fucking be let out. This is bullshit. He's a he's a I don't know if he's a good character, but he's a big powerful sub bitch. It takes but, a whole yeah, lot of What were you saying, Baba? 
It is kind of wacky that that Rat Girl is the one that took down Starro. <laughs> yeah, I just wrote down Starfish. He <laughs> jumps in the eye with a spear. Like that was kind of whack as fuck. I thought it was funny. Like that's something like Wonder Woman needs to come along and chop off all the limbs. Yeah. That fucking Harley Quinn jumping off a roof with a fucking spear, dude. <laughs> Well, yeah, Harley is one of those characters that is just overpowered now because she's so popular. I mean, the only part, like, I was not a fan of that Suicide Squad movie, dude. The only part of that movie I thoroughly enjoyed is when Harley broke out of being imprisoned. That whole, like, dance murder scene where she killed all those dudes holding her captive, like, that was badass. That was cool. That was cool. I love the whole movie, though. (laughs) I know you don't like it. That's one of our uh, disagreements. I thought the Suicide Squad... That movie pissed me off, dude. I thought it was... killed my boy, Rick Flagg. Rick Flagg had to die for the story. And it made Peacemaker a good show, too. Flagg had to go. I love the the Peacemaker character, dude, but goddamn you for killing Rick Flagg. (laughs) Yeah. He cried about it. (laughs) He was upset. He didn't cry until nine episodes into his show. (laughs) Yeah. Took him a while. Or eight episodes or whatever the fuck it was. All right. We've talked about uh, a couple Robins so far. Let's talk about Jason Todd, the Red Hood. From what I've seen on the uh, on the Titan show, he's another – he's full of himself. Yeah, he's a cocky sub-bitch. Uh, but as the Red Hood – and he's a very dangerous – he's another one that's, like, very dangerous. Yeah. I like his whole anti-hero thing when he becomes the Red Hood because he becomes like a crime boss, but he's like, we don't deal drugs to kids. Like, he has a little bit of a code, but he's like, and if you break that code, I'll shoot you in the fucking head. So I, I think there is, there is a badass level to Jason Todd, and Red Hood is a cool character. You liked him on Titan, Sharon. I did. Uh, it's almost like, you know, you say that, it's almost like Negan on uh, Walking Dead. Like, he'll bash anybody in the head with a fucking baseball bat but, like, uh, when the one guy tried to assault uh, Stasha, you know, Negan slit his throat. Yeah. Because he's just like, you're not going to do that. Yeah. I mean, you can shoot her in the fucking head, <laughs> but don't forcefully put your tool in her. Yeah. There, there's a level of code there, which is kind of interesting for a bad guy. And, I mean, your boy, Bobby, your boy hitting him with a crowbar is one of the, I mean, most infamous moments. In history, it's one of the most interesting storylines for Batman. Yeah, it meant a lot. I mean, because I put yeah. Red and Jason Todd for both of them in very, in very good. Yeah, I think he'd go very good to me. He's not the best. I mean, as Robin, he kind of sucked. He was just a little. Yeah, bastard. I don't like him as Robin. Like, a, like no, he's, he's definitely to me the worst Robin. Yeah. He, he thought he was but him as Red fun. Hood is not bad. I personally am not a fan of Red Hood as a villain, but he's a, he's a good he's good at the same time. Yeah, I think I'm he's better as like the anti-hero they have him in now. I like him as the guy that'll help out sometimes. Like he fucks with Batman, he's like yeah. I'll help you out sometimes. I agree. Yeah. All right, let's go to Bane. Break your body. <laughs> okay, so 
there's like three different versions of Bane. There was the uh, silent like hitman or bodyguard from Batman and Robin, <laughs> uh, played by a uh, played by Jeep Swenson, who's a former wrestler, by the way. Uh, and then there was, of course, uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. You know that Bane. You know the bank robber with the terrible voice. Yeah. Um, uh, don't even get me started on Tom Hardy's Bane, dude. Okay. Black your body. Um, and then that's my home for the evening. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and then of course there's the Bane from the Harley Quinn cartoon who's, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure if him and I took IQ test, I would actually, you know, beat him in that. <laughs> uh, meaning that the guy's a complete fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, for somebody, like, as a Batman villain, like, he could beat the shit out of you. Yeah. But, God, he's dumber than dog shit. <laughs> well, he's actually quite smart, like, in his origin. And stuff. Well, <laughs> he is. They, need to, they need to release that or do something or put that in the movie because every, yeah. every other adaptation out of him, he's they either, you know, on fucking know. roids or, <laughs> uh, you know, flunking the seventh grade 20 times. Yeah, I agree. Ben, uh, I don't know. They need to do Bane right in the movie. I did not like Tom Hardy's Bane. Like, the voice was awful, and to me, that was the worst movie of the trilogy. Uh, yeah. Well, Dark, yeah, I can... Dark Knight Rises kind of lacked compared to the other two. I'd, I'd agree with that. I don't know. I didn't really like... I don't People, in my opinion, they blow the Dark Knight out of the water too much. We're not totally doing for the fantasy case. Oh my God, he Ledger died. So people have to freak out and have that be the best Batman movie and Joker is the thing of all time. I don't agree with that. I feel like Batman Begins was the best of all three. Yeah, that's a hot take. I actually agree with him. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the reason why I agree with him is because I, I don't like what they did on, on Dark Knight when they switched over from uh, you know Joker being the main bad guy to Two-Face. Now, I understand why they did it. Because he couldn't lay off the pills, uh, he couldn't wait for his massage and happy ending to happen. So he fucking, you know, decided to pop some pills first. We're gonna get canceled. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and, I like Heath Ledger's Joker. He did a very good job no, playing the Joker. He did, he did an excellent he just job. He did too much blow because he died. Like he's not the best Joker to ever play the Joker. He's not. Because he's dead is the reason why the entire world thinks that. I agree. A lot of people. I might I mean, a lot of people is that. the best. Joaquin is not the best. Damn it! As, as far as the comic, well, according actor, to Joe Rogan, he is, and yeah. I take stock in a lot of things Joe Rogan says. That's just because he's bald. <laughs> <laughs> he's bald and he's a dick. He's Him and Dana White are both. See, Joe Rogan, Dana White, and I are all triplets. <laughs> Listen, uh, is it because you're all bald? What character are we talking about again? Bald and <laughs> What character are we on? I'm serious. Bane. 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 Uh, Bane is actually, I was about to say, well, where the fuck are we? Uh, Bane, I put Bane is very good. Bane is very good. In the comics, the Nightfall saga, when he broke the bat. The thing is, Bane's kind of a one-trick pony. It's hard because they have done other stuff with Bane, but Bane is the guy that broke the bat. That's what he's known for. He's the guy that 
broke Batman in half and, and made Batman have to retire for a while. Now, in the comics, uh, it was very smart how he did it because they incorporated all the villains because he broke all the villains out of Arkham Asylum. Batman was very tired. He got the jump on him, broke his back. Uh, Christopher Nolan did it differently. And uh, obviously, we all didn't love it. But uh, Bane, I agree with Doug. In adaptations, Bane hasn't been the, the most stellar, as opposed to like the Joker, who's had really good adaptations. But they need as to make overall, Bane and make a solo movie, like what they did with Joker. They need to make Bane a solo movie with like Batista playing him. I agree. I think that would be perfect. And Batista really wants to do it. He said, "If there's one character I can play, it'd be Bane." Because he would, yeah, he I, would I, be I, physically. Like yeah. physically, I mean, physically he's the one who could play him. But I feel like The Rock could play him too if he wasn't already Black Adam. Yeah, Rock could do it. Well, physically, for sure, Rock could do it. He's a fucking animal. But uh, and he's a great actor, dude. Yeah, he's kind of got his, his thing, though. I mean, you get what you get with the Rock, but you get the Rock talking, dude. Yeah, the Rock makes any role his own. Yeah, Bane's very good for me. Let's talk about Batman's right hand man, uh, Jim Gordon. Okay. Again, several different adaptations. You go back to Batman, the animated series, where you know he's, you know, the clean cut, uh, clean cut commissioner. Yes. Uh, I mean, he's always been kind of basically clean cut. Uh, the only adaptation of him I didn't like is the one they got of him in uh, Harley Quinn right now. What? The the like. That's my favorite. Dumber than dog shit. I love that version of fucking. Whoa, he's very funny, dude. He's fucking hilarious. We got a job to do it. God damn it, we're gonna do it. Yeah, and then they say, "All right, we quit." And they say, oh. <laughs> "It's just like you know, he gives out these powerful speeches, right?" And then, like when he made the powerful speech to his wife, and his wife goes, "Oh yeah, Jim. By the way, I want a divorce." He's like, "Oh darn it." <laughs> and it's just like. They just made him look like such an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he is stupid, in it, but like everything's stupid in that. that. That's a parody show. That's what that's supposed to be. Uh, I mean, I, even Batman. Well, Batman is actually voiced by somebody who has never had a, a serious role in his life, and that's Diedrich Bader. Yeah. Who's played an idiot in everything. But Jim Gordon is kind of the yin to you know, Batman Jag. Like, no, I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. And I, so like in all other adaptations, I do think Jim Gordon is great. I think in the original Keaton movies, he sucked because they didn't do much with the character. And they didn't do I, much. Like, that original like film franchise, the yeah. Keaton movies and then the Val Kilmer movie. Yeah. And then the, he was just kind of there. Yeah. He, he wasn't, he didn't really have any big parts. He was a fat, he was a fat guy. Yeah. But Gary Oldman fucking knocked it out of the park. Oh, no, Gary Oldman did a tremendous job. And Jeffrey Wright, uh, you really liked the Batman. What did you think of Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon, Bobby? He's um, the Pattinson one, the black guy, right? Yep. Yeah, my personal opinion, he's my favorite Jim Gordon that we've had in the live-action movie. I like him, too. Yeah, he was really good. He was really good in that movie. And I like how he is, like, he's, like, he's black. So, like, when they do the, the Batgirl 
thing because they have a black actress who's playing Batgirl. I like how they picked a black actor to be Jim Gordon. Yeah, except it, well, yeah, but in the Batgirl movie, uh, your boy from the Spider-Man, what was it, what's his name again? Simmons? Oh, yeah, you're right, Jay Jonas. Oh, yeah, J.K. Simmons is the dad in that one. So that yeah, make much right. sense. I forgot about that. I mean, that's a good that's a good Jim Gordon choice as I well. I like his Jim Gordon because he was the Snyder Cut Jim Gordon. But he's a good take, too. He, we haven't seen much of him, but I'm excited to see him do more in the background. Snyder, Snyder yeah, Cut Jim Gordon was J.K. Simmons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was there for a I little bit. I really like the, uh, Jim Gordon and... The Bat- Pattinson's Batman because they used it right. Like his relationship with Bruce was perfect. Brings him in for the case and they do the detective work together. The bat signal in the sky and they meet on the rooftops and they discuss their cases and then they go and work on together like that. They did it perfect. That was in my opinion. That's the best Jim Gordon we've had. Yeah, and the scene where they're interrogating the penguin is one of my favorite Batman scenes of all time. Yeah, dude. Oh, what are you fucking showing me here, huh? <laughs> yeah. You, you son of a <laughs> That's my yeah, favorite no. scene in the whole movie, dude. Or, and when they killed Falcone and Penguin's like, I didn't shoot! <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it! Uh, Jim Gordon, I think this might be a hot take. He can't go elite because he's just a, a regular dude. I, he's got to go great for me, though. That's right, him. He's the heart of Gotham. He's the. I think that's, he's what makes Batman believe in the city because he's the one cop that's not corruptible. Right. And I think that's an I important agree with that, I disagree when you said that he's the yin to Batman's yang. That's Alfred, not Jim Gordon. Yes. that That is a good case to make. I would agree with that. I, I'd say that is more Alfred. Yeah, I... Sort of. I'd agree with that too. Uh, uh, yes, he Alfred's the yin to the yang, and I would say that Jim Gordon's the heart of Gotham, Be, because I, yeah. you need Jim Gordon for he's Gotham. The one, to, he's like, the one cop who's not corrupt. Yeah, like we talked about Harvey, the kind of corruptible cop that can be okay sometimes, yeah. and Jim Gordon's the one that's not going to sway the line. He's a good guy. You're not going to get a bad James Gordon. He's, he's Batman, not in the suit. Yeah, pretty much. So he goes great. All right, next up, a very powerful uh, Superman villain, Brainiac. I'm going to start with you, Doug. You know him from the animated series. I know him from the animated series. Uh, Good villain. Uh, Obviously, you know, with a name like Brainiac, he's got to be smart. And by the way, that name started with him and that became like a saying like oh you're a brainiac yeah that became a saying after this character this character wasn't based on that that was based on this character that's how influential he is still i put him in i put him in the late he's one of the few villains that have killed superman i mean i i would agree with that yeah and he's like he's Not, a superman villain but he's also people can kill superman yeah, and he's a Justice League villain too. You got to get a whole army of heroes to go against him sometimes. He's a very fucking motherfucker of a character to go up against when you're playing the Injustice video games because of those yeah. his fucking brain tentacles, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's the main heel, and he he literally yeah, dude, shrinks cities. And, that yeah, he shrink, shrinks whole planets and takes them. <laughs> sure. I really wish we would have got to see him in a, like a in a, like in a Snyder movie because Zack Snyder would have been the perfect director to make 
Rob Brainiac a villain. Yeah, he he, he killed Darkseid. He made Darkseid perfect, dude. I can't imagine how perfect he'd make Brainiac. I agree. Let's let's get into another villain that Snyder killed and, and, and did pretty good with. Josh Whedon, not so much. Stephen Wolf. I really liked him. I thought he did a, a you know the character was portrayed excellently in the in the Snyder cut and uh, that other jackasses. Uh, <laughs> movie which uh yeah, dude. like I don't Josh Whedon dude fuck that I don't know how you can make the first Avengers movie and then go and make the worst fucking comic book movie in history. Uh yeah. I mean if if a making a bad movie were a crime, this asshole would be, you know serving life. Serving <laughs> life. And Johnny Depp would be there with him. Jesus Christ. Oh, Johnny Depp is a very good actor. Johnny Depp sucks. <laughs> I hope he swings on a rope in his pirate costume, Dougie, and kicks you in the head. I don't think he's ever wearing that pirate costume again. But, uh, I'll poop dude, there's a position online for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I put Stephen Wolf, Wolf very good. Uh, Stephen Wolf, I would actually put in. Uh, I would put him in elite. Yeah. No, wait, no, 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 no. I don't know if I'm. No, I put him in very good. Very good. Yeah, I, he's not even great for me because he said like to me, and I love Zack Snyder, but when it's like, oh, we're doing a Justice League movie, who's our villain? Stephen Wolf, <laughs> like it was one of those. Like he's not even on a top ten list for Justice League villains for me. He's a cool know, new guy like, character. Yeah, because you see at the end of the Snyder Cut, dude, Superman fucking mopped the floor with Stephen Wolf. Like, dude, that's not a powerful enough villain to put as the Justice League villain. Yeah, he, he's Dark Side's uncle. I, that was one of the decisions that even as a Snyder decision, I was like, why are we going with Stephen Wolf? You got so much like Mongol, like other people we've talked about. Why are we going with Stephen Wolf? I understand it's to introduce the new gods and Dark Side and all that shit because he's Dark Side's uncle and he's the leader of the military. Oh, I didn't know he was Dark Side's uncle. Yeah, he's Dark Side's uncle. Then he got exiled, yeah. and they kind of talk about a little bit in the movie how he got exiled and betrayed Darkseid. And now he's trying to work back at I knew he was trust. trying to work back, but I didn't know he was... Uh... Yeah, he's Darkseid's uncle. Did not know that. Yep. And, uh... I don't know. I put him in very great because he's not powerful enough to be a Justice League villain, but he is strong. He doesn't, like, matter a lot, but... Yeah. I don't know. He means a lot to the new gods and mythology, but not so much, like, in the grand scope of things. No, he doesn't. I mean, out of the whole Steppenwolf story, the most badass part about it, I think, is Darkseid banished him, and Darkseid's requesting 50,000 wolves devoured to welcome him back. Yeah. It's more like, just that's the only cool part of my opinion of story. Yeah. No, I agree. I did get to enjoy watching Gal Gadot chop his head off, though. That was enjoyable. That was fun. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that happened. It's badass. That woman. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let, let's talk about uh, Man Bat. The Man Bat. Uh, he's a scientist, and uh, he fucks up an experiment, and he becomes a human bat. He's actually the first episode in Batman the Animated Series. Is he? Yeah. 
Yep. He's an early Batman villain. The Man Bat's actually pretty cool because he's a good guy too. He's not like a villain. He's not a bad guy. It's kind of like a, uh, uh, like a famous like movie monster movie almost. Did what they did with Deadpool and Deathstroke with Man Bat and Morbius. Yeah, Man Bat and Mor. Yeah, I, I I think Man Bat came first, but I'm not sure. I, That's I know what I'm saying. Them. Marvel just yeah. kind of spun that character off under their own. Yeah. Man Bat's cool. I mean, he's fucked up a science experiment, and he's got, like, a wife, so it's, like, really, like, sad. He, like, still loves her, but he's, like, this monster now. So he's actually a really cool character. And Batman's kind of, like, he fights him, but Batman wants to help him, too, because he knows the scientist. So uh, it's an interesting story. I'd almost put Man Bat at very good. I'd put him in mediocre. I can see that, too. What do you say? Mediocre. Yeah. We do have a lot and very good, but uh, he's interesting. But we need more, more stuff on him. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these they, they need a movie. That's uh, when we do our Marvel list. I know Doug won't be here for that, but uh, when we do our Marvel, a lot of the like even the smaller characters you've seen in movies and adaptations now, so it's a little easier. Uh, a lot of these DC characters, you know, we haven't seen yet, besides comics or like cartoons and stuff. But uh, hopefully Discovery's going to keep going. What's up? That's not their fault, though. That's Warner Brothers' fault. That is Warner Brothers' fault, totally. I mean, they they have a beautiful universe to keep taking from, but uh, Batman number 52 is more appealing. (laughs) If they they would have went with Snyder's Cut originally instead of waiting, dude, we'd we'd be rocking and rolling right now, but they'd like to fuck shit up. Yeah, I mean, Snyder had a, a Ryan Choi had a movie ready to go, so they were going to use some, some deep cuts, too. Yeah, and he had a perfect John Stewart ready to go, dude. Like, he had the shit set up, dude, and they fucking fucked it up. I agree. Uh, Discovery seems to want to do some cool shit, though, so I guess we'll see. We seen an ad on Google, like, literally, like, on Google's homepage about a Restore the Snyderverse ad, and I, was, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know if that'll happen. <laughs> no, I, I don't think there's a whole lot. I think they'll take bits and parts of it and keep it. Yeah, because Fisher's out. I don't know if Fisher's ever coming back. So Cyborg's out. You recast. You can recast Cyborg, dude. Ben Affleck doesn't want to do it. But uh, we'll see. Where are we putting the Wonder Twins, fellas? I why uh, haven't they made appearances since uh, Super Friends? You want my honest answer? Because they suck. Doesn't one of them turn themselves into like a body of water? Like I think Zin's Zin and Zan, and one of them just turns into like a river. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole power. <laughs> they were gonna make a movie. They just canceled the movie because I'm very glad they canceled the movie. Yeah, I mean, they're cool. If you want to do, like, an animated flick for kids, I think you can use the Wonder Twins, and they're cool characters for kids. But, like, for, like, the the universe that they're trying to create, which is, you know, for the teenagers and for the adults, not necessarily for the kids. Yeah, they're not dark and gritty whatsoever. No, not at all. (laughs) Not unless one of them can turn themselves into, like, a fucking machine gun. Yeah, I think the chick's a little more powerful. I forgot what her power was. I thought it was... I go Ant, too. Yeah. 
I'm being generous by not putting them in cheeks. They were funny in the yeah, Super Friends. But they were original characters for the Super Friends. Bless you. That's a Wonder Twin Power activate. Yep, that is the. Yep, that's that. Let's talk about another underrated Superman villain, Bizarro. I don't remember him. You don't remember Bizarro? No. He's the cl- complete opposite of Superman. He, there's two versions of Bizarro. Yeah, he's like a zombie version of him, isn't he? Yes, pretty much. He he's like he looks like a zombie, kind of like a Frankenstein thing. And he's there's two versions of him. One that comes from Bizarro World, that he's in his own planet where everything's Bizarro and everything's backwards and stuff. And, and then there's one that's like a failed Lex Luthor uh, Superman clone. But he like talks kind of backwards almost. He 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 thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's like destroying cities and stuff. Like he thinks he's doing the stuff of Superman, but he's like doing bad shit, and he doesn't realize it because he's like the complete opposite of Superman. So he's like a really bad like person that's doing bad things, but he doesn't know that. And he's he's kind of like a sympathetic villain too because he's just this big dumb dude that doesn't know he's fucking everything up. So I put me. them in mediocre. Where where are you putting them? Mediocre. Oh God! I think we need them in a movie, but in the super, for the Superman cartoon, I'm going very good. To me, dude, I don't know Bizarro. I feel like he's a character that were the the creators of the comics were like they're running out of ideas for Superman villains, so they're like let's just make a zombied out dumb version of Superman. I like him. He's in a comic series called Red Hood and the Outlaws, and he joins, like, Red Hood and Artemis, which is, uh, like, Wonder Woman, like a bad Wonder Woman, and they're kind of like an evil trinity, and they're pretty cool in that, and Bizarro's pretty bad. I mean, he is, like, and I feel, but he also comes across as kind of like, like, you feel bad for him, too, because he's just this big, dumb dude, and he doesn't mean to fuck everything up. He just does. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They already kind of, they already have an evil version, basically like basically like an evil clone of Superman with General Zod. They don't need to have another one, but the stupid one. Yeah, Bizarro. Sure. This is my personal opinion. No, I see it. it's a, it's valid. And they have another evil Ultraman, which is like a smart evil Superman. So, yeah, three. Yeah, it's been done before, but I I don't know. I have a soft spot for Bizarro. Let's talk about Supergirl. Put her in very great. Or in great. Yeah, she's cool. The, the show was good. I I like the CW show. It was very good. Uh, it was one of the better ones. Yeah. I feel like it was one of the ones that wasn't such dog shit. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't as bad. As I, bad. I like the character of Kara. Supergirl. And, yeah, yeah, that actress they picked to play her too was a pretty good choice. Yes. Yeah, she did a good job. She did a good job in the new one. one that I feel like if they picked for the Flash movie, that black-haired girl. Yeah, you don't think I feel like the CW actress is a better choice. I mean, we haven't seen her yet, so I can't. Based on look, I mean, obviously the CW one looks more comic accurate, but uh, because she's got the blonde hair. But uh, we'll have to see. There, there was an animated movie. I can't remember the name of it. I don't think it's part of the... It's not part of the universe. The that, we're, yeah. it, that uh, we're watching now. But it was... Uh, they were trying to protect Kara. Yeah. Uh, 
like they had her stay with Diana. Yeah, because Darkseid was after her, I'm pretty sure. I think I know what you're talking yeah. I think it might be Pub... Ah, what is it? I can't remember the name of it, but I remember Batman being in it because Batman and Diana were... Well, Batman wasn't actually allowed on the, you know, in Wonder Woman's, you know, place because, you know, he's a guy. Yeah. Uh, the mascara. But, uh, like, they you were trying to protect her and Superman was trying to, you know... They're trying to keep her safe because, you know, Darkseid wanted her or something. And I, I remember really liking that movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously I didn't like it too much because I can't remember the <laughs> fucking name of it. It's not Superman Doomsday. I like Supergirl because, uh, I mean, she comes and saves Superman's ass a couple of times and Superman gets trapped or something. She comes and saves his ass. She's and one of the more like, powerful characters. Like, she should have kicked, yeah, she she kicked uh, Superman in the ball zone in Injustice. She shouldn't have sided with him. Fucking bitch. Yeah, Superman was not in the right in that movie. Superman was not in the right in that movie. But, uh... I, I put her in... Oh, where do we put her? Great? I think I'd go great for Supergirl. Yeah, i put her great. Because, like, her inclusion in Crisis and Infinite Earths, like, she plays a pretty big role in that. She dies. Oh, yeah, that's one of the biggest uh, moments in comics is Superman holding her body like, no. And uh, she yep. stayed dead for a while after that. Obviously, they brought her back because it's comics, but Supergirl's is intense. Is she involved in this, uh, in the new thing that came out, the Death of the Justice League? Or uh, No, she didn't die. So and she's, she's, she's the character that was, that made... Marvel now to make a female version of Captain Marvel. Yep. Because both their names are Carol Danvers. Yep. They copied. <laughs> Supergirl is very uh, influential. Not this one would have been 48 nothing. So she's it's great. Wonder Woman because another big beacon of hope for women back in the day. Yeah, and she's one of the most powerful characters. I mean, you you can't deny it. She, she's – you don't want to piss her off. <laughs> she is. It's, it's Superman, but a female, dude, and she's the same powers. Yeah, she's Superman with boobs. Superman with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> she's a tough lady. Uh, do you know much about Trigon, the Teen Titans villain? The big uh, demon? I know a little bit about him. He's one of the more powerful villains in the DC universe. He's almost too powerful for the Teen Titans, but he's Raven's father. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. He was the villain in the first season of the Titans. Yeah. Uh, he's a bad dude. He, he's a demon. Uh, he's probably on any top ten list for most dangerous villains in the DC universe. He's a fucking devil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see yeah, he goes very good for me. I want to see him in a movie where they have the budget to like make a CGI version of him look really cool. Right, name's Trigon. Trigon, yep. I want to see him as a Justice League villain and not a Titans villain. Yes. I agree. I think he's powerful enough to where the Justice League should be. He definitely come is. Yes. All right, Doug, I'm going to start with you on the next one. This guy has really come to prominence in the Peacemaker show. Vigilante. Skilled assassin. 
does not mind killing anybody. It does not mind killing anybody, but dumber than dog shit. <laughs> but I really think that's actually what I like about him. Yeah. Uh, I almost cried when he got shot. <laughs> it was very sad. Uh, but like, as uh, peacemakers, you know, sidekick or partner in crime or whatever. Uh, I I'd actually say he's great. Really? Well, yeah, I really liked it. I mean, he can be annoying. Yeah. He can be a doofus, <laughs> but he's funnier than shit. I mean, and I think Peacemaker should have put his fist through his head when he threw his phone out the window. That's the one adaptation that I'm glad that they weren't comic accurate because he's calm, cool, and collected in the in the comic. He's not funny. They kind of Deadpooled him up, made him a version of Deadpool for the show. But that's what I was but about I, to say. Yeah, he's kind of Deadpool light, but I do. I I thought it was a good version of, of the character. I was glad they did that. I, I I don't need everything to be just like the comics. I thought I'm glad they went funny for him, and I'll he really mixed as well. What? I put him in mediocre. Because, like, he's really not, all in all, he's kind of a nobody. You know what I mean? Peacemaker show. Peacemaker's times in the show. Yeah, and the show. Like, the show is, like, really the only adaptation of Vigilante where, like, he kind of means something. Yeah. But, like, and, like, they really didn't kind of make him a, a Deadpool knockoff. Like, he looks exactly the same as Deadpool. Just take the mask and put ski goggles on him and change him blue. Yeah. He's like an he's arrow, too. Deadpool. Did you like him an arrow? He was an arrow? Yeah, he was an arrow. No. Not for very... He was only there for a few episodes. Yeah, he was there for a while. And then he turned out to be Prometheus, I think. But... I mean, no, I not really. I, I enjoyed him in Peacemaker. But other than that, I mean... All in all, he doesn't really matter very much. I go uh, very good for him. I don't know if I'd put him in mediocre. Because that's where oh. I put Peacemaker too. Because Peacemaker is kind of the same thing. Like overall, Peacemaker don't really mean very much as a whole. The, He's an interesting in character in the show. Yeah. The adaptations, yeah, but now people like now he means a lot, though. You know. James Gunn did a good job with him. He's in, they, like he like he's like we said before. He he's good at taking dog shit, nobody characters and making them interesting. Yeah, but sometimes that's what you need. And it's just one take that you know makes a character. So, but I agree with you. Killer Croc. The Batman villain. I would say. <laughs> I would say very good. He, he was in that Son of Batman, right? Or in the beginning? Yes. He fought Batman in the beginning. Yeah. He's also in the first Suicide Squad, the shitty one. But he's, uh, he's, a, he's a giant crocodile. <laughs> or a giant lizard. He's kind of like the lizard for Spider-Man. Uh, except not nearly as smart. And he just lives in the sewers and beats ass. And uh, yeah, Killer Croc's dangerous. <laughs> And he's got gigantic teeth. What about mediocre? I'd, I'd go mediocre too. He's not my favorite Batman villain. He's kind of a throwaway one. You don't need him 
to have his own movie. He's like a secondary villain. Yeah, exactly. And his inclusion in the Suicide Squad movie was definitely not needed. No. And they just kind of made him like like he watched BET and stuff. Like in the Grand Silver Games, he really didn't do anything in the movie. No, he he, he kind of went in the, the water tank. Or, didn't he go up in the sea? Yeah, stage? he went yeah. underground under the... Uh, yeah, yeah. In the subway, yeah, he did do that. Yeah, he helped at the end a little bit. That's about all he did. No one really did shit in that movie, though. No, besides Deadshot and Harley, no one did shit in that movie. And Diablo. I loved El Diablo in that movie. He's one of the shining lights. Uh, What about Steel? We know much about Steel. He's one of uh, Superman's boy wonders. Yeah, he's Superman's boy. After Superman died, uh, he kind of took over a little bit, and then Superman came back, and they were buddies. Uh, he's kind of like a, you know, a lot of people would say he's like an African American Iron Man. Uh, he's a, a smart dude, uh, John Henry Irons. He's an inventor, and he makes his own metal suit, and he's got this hammer, and uh, he's got the Superman cape and the S, and he, he's a pretty cool guy. Uh, don't watch the movie with Shaquille O'Neal, but <laughs> cause yeah, that was awful. I put him very good. But I like the character. Where would you put him, Bobby? Very good. Yeah, he go very good for me too. We haven't what had about... enough adaptations of him. He's he's amazing in the comics, but Shaq kind of killed the characters. They need to kind of redo it. Yeah, I agree. Batwoman. I'm going as mediocre. As much as I love Shaq, don't act. Yeah. Batwoman, that's not Barbara Gordon, is it? No, that's Batgirl. Batwoman, uh, I think she's Kane. She she's she dates her name on Toya. I know she's a lesbian. And she's uh, she kind of takes over when Batman dies in the comics. And the CWO show sucked. I don't like Batwoman. Mm-hmm. So mediocre. Okay. I'll agree with that. She's done some alright stuff, but... Is Batgirl one of the characters? Yeah, we already... We did Batgirl last time. She's been very good for me. Oh, yeah. I put her in mediocre. But Batwoman's a different character, and she's a mediocre for me. She's the one with yeah, the I'm red hair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Deadshot. I'd probably say great. Would you? Yeah. From the Suicide Squad. I go very good. Uh, I go very good. He was one of the only highlights of the Suicide Squad movie. I think Will Smith kind of really killed that character really well. Will Smith did a very good job. I think it's the Arrow show. In the early Arrow seasons, they have that white dude that plays that shot for Argus and Amanda Waller. Yes. Yeah, he does. It's the white. They did the white, the the version of him where it's a white guy. What, in the animated movie or in the Arrow? In the Arrow show. Yeah, they did. Well, in the animated movie, he killed... Uh... Well, in every other depiction of Deadshot, he is white. 
in, in the animated. Yeah, I mean, movie, I enjoyed Will Smith's take on him. Will Smith, I think, did. There's only been two in live action, so I think Will Smith was obviously the better one. Will Smith made him special. Here's my problem with Deadshot. We have so many good assassins already. Like, yes, he's the man that never misses and all that shit, and he's good with a gun, but, like, we have Deathstroke, you know. I'm, we I'm have totally good. Vigilante and Yeah, Oliver Queen, he's that dude that never misses. Yeah, so like, we, we have better versions of that already. I Yeah, I think Will Smith made him special, and, it, like, he's all right on the Suicide Squad, but to me, he's a mediocre character. Sorry, Dutchie. I thought him that good. I put him at very good because he's a character that has a lot of potential. They just haven't really done anything with him. I thought you're, to be honest with you, I thought you were talking about Idris Elba's character. It's just hard because I always put him, like, I compare him to Deathstroke, and it's hard to compare to Deathstroke. Yeah. Honestly, I put him, I honestly put him more towards a, a Deadpool, just Deadpool yeah. that uses more guns than swords. Who was Idris Elba? Bloodsport. That's oh, another Bloodsport. one. <laughs> Bloodsport's another version of that. Okay. Uh, they're all guys that can shoot guns very well. <laughs> I mean, I I totally understand what you're saying. In the grand gist of things, he's really not that much of a character, but... No. That shot doesn't mean sh- too he's much. Got I feel like they could do a lot more with him. I think he's dead right now in the comics, but... Yeah, I agree. Well, Will Smith won't be able to play him. Uh, well, Will Smith's not going to want to do any movies now for the next 10 years since he's barred from the Academy. Yeah. Because his bald-headed wife. That don't mean he don't want a paycheck, dude. Huh? That's a, that doesn't mean Will Smith still doesn't want a paycheck. He still can do movies. He's just not eligible for yeah, awards. Yeah, but, yeah, he's not eligible. To, well, I mean, he t- can technically win the awards. He just can't go there and accept it. If Warner Brothers is keeping Ezra Miller... And uh, they're going to stick with Mira, then I think Will Smith can still have a job as Deadshot. <laughs> I'd be okay if they kept Ezra, but if they keep Mira, dude, that's fine. They cut a roll. Jason Momoa himself doesn't even like Amber Heard. <laughs> you need the character of Mira, though. You need Mira. And you do. You recast her. In my opinion, recast her. The they already made the movie, opinion. you jackass. <laughs> Dude, she's in the movie for under 10 minutes. You know how much that would take them less than a day to reshoot her scenes? Yeah, but they, they cut it. They cut everything, though. Because she was originally in the movie for, like, the whole movie, but they cut her to 10 minutes. They so they did. already have done a lot. Did, in my opinion, strip Amber Heard from the movie and hire Sophie Turner, who played Sansa Stark in Game of Thrones, to play Mira. I disagree. I think besides the red hair, I don't think Sophie Turner's that good of an actress. I'll do you one better. Throw Daenerys in there. I think you need Amelia Clark. You put a red wig on her. Her and Jason Momoa already have the chemistry. There you First go. of all, you put Sansa Stark in anything, she better die. I think I think Daenerys and uh, Jason yeah. would be I don't the think way she could play that character well, though. I, I'd rather see her. Yeah. Um. Like, but... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Desparo. You know him, Bobby? He's the dude with the masquerade, and he's like the masquerade dude, right? Yeah, he's the one with he's the giant with the eyeball. Hat. The, a cowboy hat. I'm thinking, it's, oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. What did you say? 
Desparo's the giant dude with like a fin on his head and, and like the eyeball in the middle. Like he's got three eyes almost. He's a badass Justice League villain. You gotta look up a picture of Desparo. Uh, no, I know who you're talking about. He should be a Justice like he's like one of the like a big Justice League villain. I'd put him in very good. I think there should be a movie. I put him in movie just because they need more more adaptations with him. Yeah, if you're not a comic fan, you don't really know him. Yeah, I think he has one episode in the Justice League cartoon. Like he's in the ep- I think he's in one. Yeah, they did. They yeah, they haven't done too much on him. Him and uh, he's a big Martian Manhunter villain too. But uh, yeah, all right. Black Mask. Where are we putting this? What's the guy's name again? Despero. Okay. D-E-S-P-E-R-O. And where's he going? I put him in very good. Okay. Black Mask, he's going in May. Really? Yeah, dude. That fucking his adaptation in the Birds of Prey movie was awful. <gasps> uh, that what, movie what's his in the was awful. Who is he? Who is he again? Oh, I know. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. He was fabulous as Black. Are you kidding no. me? You and McGregor stick to Luke Scott or Obi-Wan Kenobi. Don't fucking know. What? In my I opinion, that entire movie, Black Mask. In my opinion, that entire movie should have been scrapped. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was but a decent movie. I thought it was okay. I mean, it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't bad. No, I thought he was the yeah, best really part of it. Killed it for me. What really, really, really killed it for me was the absolute... Comically, horrifically comically incorrect version of the Black Canary. Oh, yeah, she's just a nightclub singer. That really killed the movie for me, because, like, I'm a huge Oliver Queen fan, and how are you going to fuck up Black Canary that bad? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, the Black Canary belongs to the club dancer. That's all she's good for. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, So, Black Mask, you're putting him in meh? Yeah. I go a step above and I go mediocre. I I have the complete opposite. I think he's like he's an all right character in the comic. Like he's another crime boss. Like we have a lot of crime bosses. But he, I thought Ewan McGregor made him special. Like when he was bitching about the Huntress and he's like, "Why don't we have a crossbow guy? <laughs> like I should own the crossbow guy." <laughs> and he like slits. I mean, yeah, he made he he. I mean, he was interesting as like if they're gonna make that character, Ewan McGregor didn't do a bad job. I just don't like the character. I find the character very stupid. Okay. I mean, he's basically like if Batman went bad. Like, he, he was, like, if Batman's, like, if he got spoiled as a kid and stuff. Uh, but, yeah. He's a mediocre character. I don't think he's that good. Raven from the Teen Titans. I really liked her. I like her. I I think it's a character, like, a whole tortured uh you know, you know, she's a tortured soul in that first uh, in that first season. Yeah. Uh, or her, I really like her chemistry with Beast Boy, with Garth. Yeah, her and Garth are, are good friends. Yeah, I put her at very at great. She is the most powerful Teen Titan. Do you put her at great? Yeah, because of the fact that she's the most powerful Teen Titan. Yeah, I mean, she's Trigon's daughter. She's like, she's she can do some crazy mystical shit. <laughs> no, I, I put her like, I'll, I'll agree with. Uh, she can do some fucking damage, dude. Yeah, 
She's very good. But yeah, I would say great. So she's not let, now let's go to Starfire. Uh I have a soft spot for Starfire. The alien for from Tamarin. Uh another one of my boys lady friends. Her and Nightwing go way back. Uh she's she's badass. She's a queen. She's an alien or alien princess. If you say queen, you mean she's not related she's not related to Oliver, right? No. All right, good. They would have put her in. She's she's a legitimate queen. Good. Uh, she's cool, man. She's powerful. I really really like her and the fact that she kicks a lot of ass. Yeah. In the Titan show, you love that. In the Titan show, she's badass, and that's all I know of hers from what I've seen in Titan. Yeah. I really like her as her character. Yeah. What I've seen in the Teen Titans, uh, uh, cartoon. Yeah. She's like, like she's very possessive of uh, Robin. Yes, she's very sweet too, though. Yeah, but she's more of a badass take in the show. What's your take on Starfire, Bobby? I like her. Um, I think I put her in very good. She's very powerful, but I don't think she's as powerful as Raven. And I feel like in the Teen Titans cartoon, I feel like. Starfire was a little jealous of Raven with Raven's relationship with Robin. Yeah, maybe. A little bit. I'm going great for her. I put her in very good. Just because of the fact she's not one of the leaders of the Teen Titans. That's more Robin and Cyborg. Yeah. Robin. Another bit of Raven. And then I just put Raven a little bit above her just because Raven's stronger than her. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Green Lantern villain. Uh, well, one of the biggest villains in DC. Let's talk about Sinestro. I put him in elite. Yeah, I mean he's got the Sinestro core. Like he's Hal Jordan's arch nemesis. I any any he, any like top villain of any of like the heroes of the Justice League probably should go in elite. Yeah. He's an arch enemy. Yeah, like you know. he's, he's a yellow ring, dude, and yellow is the green is the Green Lantern's weaknesses. Yeah, and he was the greatest Green Lantern ever before Hal Jordan, and then he just went bad. I definitely would put him in the lead. I think of all the Green Lantern villains, he's the only one that I think that could be a Justice League level villain. Yeah. And 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 Atrocitus. I would put Atrocitus in that category too. Yeah, Atrocitus is the man. I don't know if I go elite for Atrocitus though. No, I put I put Atrocitus in great, but Sinestro goes in elite for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you know Amazo, Justice League villain? He can copy anybody's powers. He's like an android. Uh, I'm not very familiar with him, but I know of him. He's pretty powerful. I'd probably go mediocre though. He he can literally cut. So if he looks at the Flash and he's going against the Flash, he gets super speed. If he goes against Superman, he gets all the powers that Superman has. So he's kind of like a Taskmaster, but he's like this giant like android. Gotcha. I go mediocre. All right. Is there anything we're, we're really missing? Any big names still? Black Adam. Penguin. Who'd you say, Bobby? 
Black Adam. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Rock. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, where are we putting Black Adam, fellas? I'm putting Black Adam in Elite. Yeah, just from the way the movie looks. <laughs> I mean, even just from the way the movie looks, like even like the like the animated movie you got, like he's got Shazam's equal powers. He's a copycat of Shazam, but he uses him for bad. And his overall storyline of his character arc before he possessed the powers is pretty fucked up. He's got a dark story, and that's why I like him as a story. I'm very, 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 very excited for The Rock's interpretation of him in the movie. Yeah, he was born a slave and, uh, you know, got powers, became a god, and just started being a... He's like, fuck you all. I'm going to kill whoever I want. Yep. And he can kill Superman. He's been a bad guy, yeah, but he's more of an anti-hero in the movie. Oh, originally, he was a bad. He originally was written as a villain, but they turned him into an anti-hero. Yeah, he go he drifts between Shazam's arch enemy and anti-hero. And one of Superman's arch enemies, because he's killed Superman before. Yeah, he's fought Superman a lot. Uh, there is still some names we got to get to, like uh, Cyborg. Where are we putting Cyborg? He's another <laughs> one. When you think of, and I said this, I think, the, the part one, he, in my opinion, is the leader of that of the Justice League in that string of movies we've been watching. In the animated movies. In the animated movies. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, if there is no Cyborg, there is no Justice League. Oof, that's a hot take. Uh, I mean, in the, in the animated movies, anyway. Like, I don't know, like the comics or the, the Snyder Cut. I thought that live action portrayal in the Snyder Cut. I know you don't agree that he was the heart of the movie, Bobby, but I would say he was a big part, and he meant a lot. That Snyder Cut version of him was really good. That was a good origin. Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with that. I don't agree that he was the heart of the movie, but I I do agree that his interpretation of the character was very good in the Snyder Cut. Yes. No, I, I loved his, anticip- er, his interpretation. Interpretation. Thank right. you. Buggy's take, take on Cyborg being like the leader of the Justice League, I don't agree with that. Like in the Avengers, the leader of the Avengers is Captain America and Tony Stark. And then Cyborg to me is like the Ant-Man to the Avengers. Really? Like I mean, Ant-Man's he's got role. all the information like, in the world. He's got all the information <laughs> like, you know, in the world. Like, like Bruce, in, in, like in, Bruce the, in the animated movies that have been going on, like, uh, he brings them together. He does. He he, de- he does bring them together because he's the one that's got, like, all the information. He's, he's the computer. Because Batman, even though Batman kind of wanted everybody, you know, kind of put, or, well, sort of put everybody together. If he doesn't want to be involved, he's not going to be. He wants to go do his own thing, even though he kind of forced everybody to be together. So it's like, okay, you put us together. you got to fucking be here, too. The thing about Cyborg is I do – my hot take is I prefer him in the Teen Titans. I think so do I. I 100% Titans. agree. Okay. I, I prefer him with Raven because that's my favorite Teen Titans lineup. I, I'd have Raven to see more yeah. in order to, like, get that – I, I don't think he's a big leaguer like they've tried to. In the New 52, they really tried to make him a Justice League member or a founder and a big leaguer. And I like it to a varying degree, but I prefer him with the Teen Titans. And he's came a long way. He started at the Doom Patrol, and then he worked his way to the Teen Titans. Yeah. And then... I mean, 
I agree with that, but I don't think Cyborg is definitely not one of the leaders. Because, like, like, at the front of that table, you got Superman, Bruce, Diana, and then you got Marchin and Lantern, and then and then you would see Cyborg. Yeah. Cyborg is one of the brains. Like, like, Batman's a big brain. Like, Batman funded it. He founded it. He gathered all the heroes and brought them all there and got them all united as one league. Yeah, Batman and I think, is the leader. Superman's the boy wonder and the boy scout who leads the missions and leads people in the field, takes heroes out and does all the killing all the villains and shit. Like Superman's like the field general, while Batman's yeah. the CEO. Yes, I like that uh, description. I'd agree, and then you got to put Wonder Woman in there too. I, I, I said yeah, exactly. one. Any, any one, one of those Superman. three is the leader for me. Well. In like cyborgs, like cyborgs, like their intelligence, dude. Yeah, and, and their tech. Guys. I don't really find him. He's one of the leaders of the league, but he's not the leader. In the uh, in the string of movies we've been watching, yeah, he is. Okay, okay. In like the Snyder Cut, because in in the Snyder Cut, I agree, it's Batman and Wonder Woman. And you know Superman when they dig up his dead body. Yeah. Okay. And I like in in Justice League and Justice and Justice League Unlimited, well, which Cyborg isn't even a part of. It's Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. Yeah. In the in the. But in this string of animated movies, yes, and I'm saying I'm universe. saying that it's it's him because yeah. Batman really doesn't. Batman put them together, but Batman only wants to be bothered when. Uh. You know, when it's convenient for him. Superman and Wonder Woman want to fuck. <laughs> that, that take on the character, he is one of the leaders. Yeah. Uh, but like in the old cartoons, Martian Manhunter is one of the leaders. You yeah. know, so it, it really depends on what take you're getting. But uh, yeah, it, to me, he's going great. I think he's a great character. I think so too. I thought he'd great as well. Yeah. Where are we putting Catwoman, gentlemen? Very good, if not great. I go great. I'm putting putting her in great. I think of any Batman love interest, she's the best. She's like she's the only one that can get Batman to calm down. Yes. And to like relax, take off the cowl, and be Bruce, and put everything away for a second, and and relax. Like, she's the only one that can do that to Bruce. Like how she's Natasha good. Romanoff did it with the Hulk. Like, she, that's Catwoman the Batman. She, uh, she's one woman. Well, I can't say anything bad about Wonder Woman either, but she's one of the few women, like, women characters I can't say anything bad about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she's really good. Uh, and the whole cat burglar thing, and, like, Zoe Kravitz did a really good job. It was a great take. Uh, she, she's, she's had some good Batman adaptations. Batman Returns was a really good take. Michelle Pfeiffer. I wasn't a huge fan of Anne Hathaway, but she she's a good she's a really good character. Black Manta. Boy, not Holly Berry. Yeah, fuck out. We're not. That's not even Selena Kyle. So <laughs> that's just a, a weird, like different. I don't even know. Fuck that movie. Black Manta. <laughs> Uh, 
Now, in the Aquaman movie, Black Manta was one of the Somalian pirates that tried to... Yeah, and that's a pretty much every origin of him. I mean, in our animated movies that we watch, he's more of a goon for Orm. But in right. every other in, uh, origin for, for Black Manta, he is a, he's basically like a pirate with his dad, and uh, his, Aquaman does not save his father. He doesn't kill his father, but he does not save him. Well, because the father ends up trapped, and Aquaman gets everybody else out of there. Yes. And he's just like, well, why won't you save my father? Well, your father just tried to kill all these assholes. And Black Manta is pretty much the arch nemesis of Aquaman. I, a lot of people would say it's Ocean Master, but I, I, I'd say it's Black Manta because he has – all he wants to do in life is kill Arthur Curry. It means nothing. There's even times where Arthur Curry's dead, and then he says, you know what, I'm good, and he just becomes a fisherman. <laughs> and he, like that's his only motive. And then he finds out he's alive again, and he puts back on the mask. He's like, all right, we're going to kill this motherfucker. Well, in, in uh, the Aquaman movie, like – at the at the end of the of that first movie, like uh, Ocean Master, like you can kind of see that there's gonna be like there might be a little bit of good coming out of him. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's supposed to team up with Aquaman in the new movie. Like they're supposed to be partners, not villain, not enemies. Who Ocean Master? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the way they were kind of setting it up. Yeah, they're kind of doing like a Thor Loki thing. Yeah. And uh, so you know Black Man is going to be, you know, the main villain here. Yes, he is. Uh, but, yeah, like just like the way they set it up in that first movie. And like when he looked at Aquaman, he's like, aren't you going to save him? And he's like, no. Because he didn't deserve, because in Arthur's mind, he didn't deserve to be saved because, yeah, you know, he just killed a bunch of people. And Black Manta, there's a story called Death of a Prince. Uh, Arthur and Mary have, or Mira have a baby. Black, Man, Black Manta kills the baby. He shows up and he kills a Tom, or kills a little kid. It's called Death of a Prince. And then it ruins Arthur and Mera's relationship. They get divorced and everything. So Black Manta is a very sadistic character. Uh, and he's a great villain for me. He's not elite. I, I mean, I know he's an arch nemesis, but I don't think he's elite. He, he's great. I put him in mediocre. I put Aquaman in, in very good. So, I mean, I've dropped down. I'd put Manta down in mediocre. Okay. I mean, it might change after you see uh, Lost Kingdom, too, you know? It's true, but I haven't seen it yet, and it's, I can't I can't judge on something I haven't seen yet. Right. Well, if these actors keep fucking up, we might never see it. <laughs> uh, that's more the Flash, but Clayface, the shape shifting Batman villain, who's like a mud man. I like how he was kind of portrayed in a Harley Quinn. Yeah, the actor. Yeah. Uh. I really haven't seen him in anything else but that. Uh, but going by what he has done in Harley Quinn, I would say, really? <laughs> I mean, I would have said very good. Uh, I, I put him in man. I'm not putting him in man, but I go mediocre. I was going to say, like, if you put the sexist, uh, uh, the sexist uh, little person in very good, Clayface should go in there too. Yeah, that's true. If I'm putting Psycho, it's very good, I think. Yeah. 
If I got the guy that called Wonder Woman the C-word. Yeah. <laughs> the one woman who should not be called the C-word, he oh, called geez. the C-word. If you would have said it to Lois, I would have put him... Oh, here we go with the Lois. All right. Do her next. Uh, I would do her at no. <laughs> Uh Lois Lane. Where are we putting Lois, gentlemen? I'd say she is an elite character. <laughs> uh, she, like, you need Lois for Superman. I mean, she... Yeah, if you want Superman to get killed. <laughs> she... I put Lois she's a the... mediocre. What? She's the ultimate damsel in distress. Like... She's the ultimate dipshit. Yeah, but... In Batman versus Superman, if she had not shown up... Superman would not have been killed. Now I understand, like if that was the plot or whatever, but stay that. Don't be. Uh, don't fucking show up and distract your man to where he gets killed. Uh, like just stay the fuck out of the way. Go home, make him a bacon sandwich, or a BLT or whatever the fuck, and keep your ass home. You useless bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she is a reporter. She She is very reputable in the Daily Planet. Uh, she, she gets the scoop. She, like, uncovers a lot of the uh, deception about Lex Luthor and stuff. She's a big deal. She is a big deal. I put her a mediocre only because her pure existence brings a lot of chaos into the DC universe. That's the point, though. Who, Without Lois, we wouldn't have a lot of <laughs> But we don't want a universe where everything's just fine and that, like, they're getting coffee and at a restaurant just eating spaghetti. Well, yeah, but, I mean, back to it, dude, but, like, you know me, like, we like Superman, causes... but we don't like evil Superman. And you only get evil Superman if Lois exists. Well, that's why she's so important, though, because she's the key to his heart. And you have to, like, kill her for him to go bad. Like, she's the one thing that, like, I think I just like her because she means so much to him. Because yeah. without her, Superman's kind of lame. I kind of wish I was a Superman villain, villain casted in the Injustice movie. Because, like, if, if she would have died, I would have pulled Superman aside and say, you're better off. <laughs> like, she is nothing but trouble. And then you'll get your head lasered off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like she is nothing but trouble. <laughs> I mean, you already made a mistake by not signing a prenup. <laughs> she would have taken your ass for half of everything anyway. She gets half the powers. Yeah, <laughs> she gets the frost breath. All right, yeah, I'll put her in mediocre. <laughs> Don Constantine, the cigarette smoking demon. Uh, I didn't know he was a DC character. Yeah, that's Constantine. So is your Lucifer, by the way. Dad, I knew. Yeah. But uh, Constantine is a—he's a DC character. Keanu Reeves played him once. Matt Ryan does a good job. Uh, he's a chain smoker. He's a demon. What, what do we think? I put him in very good. Yeah. In the Justice League Dark movie, he plays a pretty big role in that movie. And we'll get there. That's in our string of movies, Doug. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he played a fairly large role in that movie, and the Keanu Reeves did a good job. That was a good movie, and his inclusion even in the cheesy DC Legends of Tomorrow show was even that was even a very good take on that character. Yeah, it was a little goofy. 
and a little witty, but that was a great take on that character. Yeah. And he he's like one that doesn't seem like he would mean a lot, but he does mean a lot to the grander scale of the DC. Like all the supernatural <laughs> shit and the magic shit, you'll I mean, always see Constantine there. In a way, he's almost like DC's version of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Almost. Him, him and Zatanna and maybe Doctor Fate. Why do all demons have to smoke? Like, is it like the Surgeon General just basically saying any bad movie demon that you have in there, they have to smoke so the kids know smoking is bad for you and you'll go to hell? <laughs> that might be That's it. That's exactly what it is. Like, what the fuck? Like, the Surgeon General has to have it. Yep. All right, let's talk about Roy Harper. Uh, so, where are we putting this, uh, Constantine? Uh, very good. I thought it was really good, dude. Roy Harper, Arsenal, the Red Arrow, uh, Green Arrow sidekick. Obviously, we know what you think of Green Arrow, so I'm sure his sidekick won't be too far off, Doug. But where would you put Arsenal, Roy Harper, Bobby? I put him in mediocre. I mean, for a heroin addict, he's pretty cool. And he is, and his uh, the actor who played him in the Arrow show. But that like I enjoyed Harper's storyline in the Arrow show. I can't lie, that was a pretty good storyline. It wasn't fantastic, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, Arsenal does some cool shit, and he's he like he gets... he's cool. I put him in mediocre for the fact that um, you don't really see him unless he's like sidekicking with Oliver, and I prefer Oliver when he's by himself or with Black Canary. I agree. But also, he is a founding member of the Teen Titans, though. We're back when it was yeah. all side books. But that's not the one you see in adaptations. You see Beast Boy and all that. But uh, he he is a founding member. And he's, like, dated a villain before. He's done some cool stuff. But I, I'd agree, mediocre. All right, we, we've still got a, a, a good amount of people, but we are running out of time. Uh what do we think of Animal Man? Do you even know Animal Man, Bobby? I do not. I guess that's where he's gone. <laughs> I'd put right him in bad. I'm not putting him in cheeks. I'm putting him in bad. He talks to animals, so he's pretty cool. He, he he's like the Aquaman like for animals. Yeah, he's Dr. Doolittle as a superhero. Uh... Eclipso. He's a big villain. He he was in Stargirl Season 2. He's actually one of the most powerful villains in, in DC. Uh, he's like the opposite of the Spectre. He's the wrath of uh, uh, wrath of the devil and God and all that I shit. I put him because I don't really know a lot about him, but I, I do know of him. I know he is pretty strong, so I put him in Mediocre. You want to give a little out of Calypso, Sharon? Well, the only thing I knew about Eclipso was from Stargirl. Yes. And um, I, I don't know where I would put him. He's, he can make you see what he wants you to see. I mean, yeah. he's kind of got some cool-ass powers. Yeah, he's got the magic and shit. He's a mystical dude. I'd put him in very good, I think. Is he kind of like Loki? Like, is he, like, mischievous like that? Like, 
Yeah, but, but in a way sinister. Yeah, like, he's he a kills lot you. about it. Yeah, he he literally kills you, and like he's really powerful. He can make you see what he wants, but he also like banishes you to hell. <laughs> so he, he he's pretty fucked up. He he's a dangerous dude. He's like he's even like too overpowered to be like a Stargirl villain. Like he he's gone against the Justice League a lot. Uh, so I go very good for him. He needs a big adaptation too. But he he was good at that show. Uh, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Lucius Fox, kind of Batman's tech guy. Probably very good. Nice. I'm going mediocre because you have so many good people in Batman's life already. Yeah, you got Alfred. Did you do Alfred? No, we didn't do Alfred yet. Where are we put now? <laughs> There's never really been a bad Elite. depiction of Alfred. Great. Elite. Elite? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's put the butler at Elite. Yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, because there wouldn't be a Batman. See, Batman wouldn't be Batman without Alfred. Alfred. He'd have no bat yeah. suit. He'd have no Batmobile. He'd have no batarangs. Nothing. He would have nothing. He taught He'd him how to Bruce fight. Lane. Yeah. He even taught him hand-to-hand combat, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he did. He trained him how to fight in his early age. Like, he did, like, the basis, and then Bruce went and did his own shit. But Alfred did teach him how to fight. All right, we're going to see a little more of this guy in the Star... Uh, not Stargirl. In the Black Adam movie, but Dr. Fate. Very... I, I put him in great. Great. I go great as well. Legendary character. Uh, I think he's going to show a lot of people how good he is. Is gonna, uh, whatever his name is, he's, he's going to kill that character. He's going to slay it. Oh, he's going to... That's going to be awesome because Pierce Brosnan is... He's going to kill that character. Dude. Like, he's the perfect actor to play Dr. Fate. Yep. Hawkman. Put him in very great as well. Or great as well. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, he he's a classic. Hawkman and Hawk Girl. You put Hawkgirl up there, too? Yep. I found it very sad when she actually left the Justice League in the cartoon, but that's because Hawkman turned into a bastard. Yeah. Uh, They're part of, like, society, too, and and they're part of the Justice League. Like, they've been around a while. Yeah. He's one of the oldest characters. He he came around in the 30s, and he's been around for pretty much all of it. (laughs) So, uh, all right, quick speed round uh, since we're running out of time here. Zatanna. She's a magician. Uh, 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 Very good. Yeah, she's Constantine's girlfriend. But that's not really a good way to describe her. She's a powerful character. I'd go very good as well. All right, all right, all right. Swamp Thing. Mediocre. Swamp ass. <laughs> mediocre? I guess we can go mediocre. I like Swamp Thing. Yeah, the show didn't deserve to get canceled. That show was fucking cool. Alright. Scarecrow. Great. Ooh, I like Scarecrow a lot. We're gonna grade him? Great. Alright. The penguin. Very good. Uh, yeah, I can agree with that. Scarecrow, great. 
Penguin, very good. The Riddler. Elite. Ooh. Really? Yeah. See, I don't know. If I could switch it up, like, I would put Pattinson's Riddler, Paul Dano from the movie. I'd put him in Elite, but the comic Riddler, I'd put him in, like, very good. I'm going to go great. Because, like, a mix of all of them, I go great. Like, as an average. Uh, I know we're missing a couple here. Yeah, we did two face. Um Poison Ivy we didn't do, did we? No, we didn't do Ivy. Where's Ivy gone? I put her in very good as well. Yeah. Yeah, she she and she's like a good person. She's one of those that she just wants to protect plant life. <laughs> uh what about uh the shark? King Shark. King Shark. Oh King yeah. Shark. Num num. King Shark, I put very good. He's very good from the Suicide Squad movie and from Harley's cartoon. Yes. And he, in the comics, he's doing some pretty fucked up shit. He's actually a really good, like, Aquaman villain slash. Uh, he is. He's a bit of a flash villain. King Shark kills all the rest of the fucking kingdoms of Atlantis, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he comes he, in and wipes out like everybody. Yeah, he kills everybody. <laughs> it takes Aquaman to stop him. He, he's that badass. King Shark's a badass dude. Like, I really like King Shark, and I hope they take the movie adaption from Suicide Squad and they do more shit with him. Because King Shark's badass. Yeah. And, and I like I liked the funny take, too. He doesn't always have... I, I like that there's different... There's a funny I like how they made him funny, too, but they can still make him badass and powerful and do some awesome shit with him still. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. I'm going to leave. We already did him, didn't we? No, I don't think we touched Mr. Freeze, did no, we? No, you did Dr. Cold or whatever his name Yeah, was. didn't we do Captain Cold? No, yeah, yeah. We did Captain I don't Cold. have Freeze on my uh, on my list here. I think you might have wrote him down. That was Captain Cold, though, Bobo. Yep, I was just mistaken. Uh, Mr. Freeze is elite for me. He's a very sympathetic villain. He's just trying to cure his wife. <clears throat> He's I thought him at very great just because of that fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger adaption. <laughs> I mean, Batman and Robin is a hard one to look past, but he's, the animated series version is perfect. It's a, That's like the definitive take. That's even ex, uh, influenced the comics and stuff. Because he was just another asshole with a cold gun. But then the animated series made yeah. him a sympathetic dude and the whole thing with Nora and everything. Uh, yep. Doug, Plastic Man. Oh, from Batman, uh, from Batman Brave and Bold. Yeah, Stretchy Man. Oh, I I, I love him. Uh, I would say great. Bobo ain't going. I put him dude. <laughs> you don't like Plastic Man? Nah, very very cheap spinoff of Mister Fantastic, dude. He was first. <laughs> really? Yeah, Plastic Man's like the first stretchy guy. He was like Fawcett Comics back in like the 30s. Yeah, but if you watch like the first two Fantastic Four movies, you'll realize that Mr. Fantastic is Mr. Cheeks. I like, yeah, I like Plastic Man better because he's like... Those movies were awful. No, all of them. Yeah, Yeah, that's why Mr. Fantastic is Cheeks. 
But but Plastic Man is like purposely funny, and he I like that he's like a criminal that becomes a superhero because he gets his powers, and then he's like, "Fuck it, I guess I'll do the right thing." But he just cares about money and shit too, and he's he's hilarious. They need to do a movie on him. I'm going very good. I, I can't cheek him. Elongated I man with good cheeks. I, I'd put Elongated Man in cheeks because he's kind of a spin on Kite Man. Kite Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mediocre. Mediocre? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't mean much, but... And he just fucking flies around on a fucking kite, dude. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, and he points Poison Ivy. He did fuck Poison Ivy in I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's a plus for him, I'll give him that. <laughs> that should go elite right there. Because that's, <laughs> that's batting way above your uh, average. Yeah. Uh that's a home run when all you hit is the when all you do is bunt. <laughs> Where are we putting Gorilla Grodd? Slash villain. Gorilla Elite. City. Elite? Yeah, Gorilla Grodd has a lot of power, dude. Like not even just his physical self, like the ruling power that Gorilla Grodd has is fantastic. And his telekinesis is extremely hard to beat. Yeah. I, I don't like that the Flash T like V series with Xavier dude in the gorilla body. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go elite. I, I I didn't like the Flash TV series version, how they tried to make it like Planet of the Apes. But Gorilla no, Grodd... That was awful. That was ass. That was awful. But, but the Gorilla comic Grodd versions of it were very good. And Gorilla yes. Grodd and the Injustice, the first Injustice game was really good. Yeah. Yeah. A mistreated like monkey in a cage, that's not Gorilla Grodd. He's like a fucking... He's a leader. No, dude, he's, a, he's like a leader of a planet of fucking gorillas, dude. Yes. All right. <laughs> we're 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 about we're we're about out of tape here. Uh, we got a couple we could end on Doomsday. Elite. I'm going great. Killer of Superman. He killed Superman, but there's literally no character development. He's just a fucking. He's, He's a, a big fucking brooding monster. Yeah. I go great for but me. He's a, he's a weapon of mass destruction used to eliminate Superman. Well, I'm not the, is there any guys you can think of? Because I, I, I know who I'm going to end on. Do we know Luthor? That's what I was going to say. Oh. Oh, really? Luthor was going to be the one? Yeah. I'm trying to think I, real quick. Ones that we missed real quick. I mean, there's like Dead Man um, and some guys that you guys probably don't know. But. You want to do Ares? Wonder Woman's arch nemesis? Yeah, the God of War. He, Where would he go? I'd put him in um, great. He's the God of War, he's Wonder Woman's arch nemesis, and his power level is astronomical. Yeah, Ares is great. I think Luther has to go elite. Yep, uh, definitely. You you don't have Superman without Lex Luthor, so no Legion of Doom. Like in, yeah, like Luthor's a big deal. All right, I think we got a pretty full list here. <laughs> we went through a lot of names. Uh, I'm not gonna read it off because I don't know if we have time. <laughs> it's gonna take me longer than three minutes to read it off. Uh. Because we, we're done after two hours here. So, uh, 
this was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining, Bob. We'll probably read off the list at the beginning, uh, uh, next episode. You want to come back and do a Marvel one? Yeah, yeah. Do it soon. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll do it real soon. And, uh, yeah, this was a fun time, guys. It was nice talking about the universe. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we, we – we, we cleared a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of fucking people. And anybody from the uh, Superman, Lois, or Wonder Woman, or, or uh, Arrow, Black Canary fan club uh, that uh, has a lot of hatred for me right now, just keep playing Pokemon in your parents' basement and go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn. <laughs> any, God, you're harsh. Any final words, Baba? There's definitely a couple we missed. We might have to touch up on this list again, but I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, we we, we might have to come back at some point, but I, I think we, we, we got a good amount of people. So, uh, hell yeah. Uh, we'll see everybody next time. This was Unscripted Unlimited. Uh, peace out. Bye, Bob. Hell yeah. See you later. Bye.